welcome to an episode of A Chat with Cat. I am your host, Catherine. Thank you, Kat. Um, so this is a special episode, right? Because I know the last time that I, you know, talked to you guys, it was the end of season two. But I decided to do a special episode because this um, episode is really special um, because I love to chat with people who are, you know, really trying to be a part of the community, give back, do great things for their people. So this episode is really special. The person that I'm going to be talking to is very special um, because it's crazy how we met. You know, I was at work one day and then, you know, she popped up and was asking me about my hair. So then it was like a match Made, you know so now she is the person that is taking care of my lovely locks um but i'm going to allow her to introduce herself tell us who she is what she does and then we're going to get right into it guys okay thank you cat that was lit i like your intro <laughs> but yeah yo I, you always got to tell people how we met our story across the meeting you know just being scandalous and sneaky one night end up me taking me to a real nice meet right <laughs> and um i'm so like grateful to have you you know around and being a client and being able to you know vent to you and tell you different things that i'm experiencing in this planning process for this hair show and you just being you know uh, a beacon of light right now in this time i appreciate that so um but yeah um my name is medina i'm a hairstylist at the his and hers hair boutique in east orange um i specialize in natural hair locks braids i'm now getting more into the uh, men's grooming and barbering cuts and things like that um i'm trying to expand my services now um looking to relocate into a salon suite in union new jersey that's soon to take effect after the new year um and yeah so like kat said one of the big things that's coming up is uh an event where um, I call it the Give Back Hair Show. It's a hair show where we give back to a family that's in need during the holiday season. Um, and then it's an event where creatives legit come into the room. We set a theme with categories and you pretty much take it from there. You, whatever your vision is for the category, I'll give y'all some insight on what those categories are. It's um, everyday hair that for both men and women um we have a fantasy hair category um and then fantasy hair category is more so like storytelling dramatic things that you wouldn't really see on a day-to-day and then the last category being um uh what is the last category <laughs> that category is for the culture so those are for like our afros braid styles you know just real like culture like um, that's the category that we, we know pro-black wish to make the statement of course you know we celebrate and everything black in that category um, it is a multicultural head show so it's not just for uh, African American here all here um, is welcomed in, in, this, in this event um, and just to give like some background on what started it um, I used to work in the homeless field where I used to help find um, housing for homeless veterans. And um, I was the outreach worker for that, but a part of the job description was to like also host events so that um, people could, we could come together and, you know, just bridge the gaps 
and try to figure out ways where after we provide the permanent housing, what it would be the wraparound services that they would receive after getting housing, like social services. And maybe it was a WIC or whatever, if it was a mom with children or whatever the case may be, um, we did those things. But then I left. And when I left, it was like, but the homeless, they still here though. Like I couldn't just leave and then not do anything for the homeless. So when me doing hair full time, I'm like, I'm about to start, I'm about to start a hair show. And the purpose of the hair show is going to be to give back to a family that's in need. So it's like, I'm still connected in a way where I'm not taking myself out completely, but I am still doing what it is that I love. And it's still my passion. You know, that's awesome. So, on so with the give back hair show, you kind of you know went into my questions, whatever. (laughs) So, with the give back hair show, um, you said that you help families in need. So, on average, like how many families would you say that you've helped? Like, even with like you, you, this is your second time doing a hair show. So, on average, like how many families would you say that you guys you know help or try to help um, with the hair show? So this is the third show. The first show, all of the proceeds went to the Isaiah House uh, shelter in East Orange. Okay. So that was just the uh, organization donation. Um, and as though they assist women with children, they was on my heart to give the donation to that year. Um, the following year, um, we actually contacted um, the City of North Coalition for the Homeless. And they gave us a family that stayed at the Apostles House shelter in North that was on their way transitioning out from the shelter into permanent housing. So they received a donation that year. And this year, I, I intend on doing the same thing, reaching out to the City of North Coalition for the Homeless. And, um, you know, just expanding the, the donations. Uh, the first year we had some Carteret Elementary School actually donated a whole slew of clothes, jackets, and things that we also donated to the Isaiah House. So this year we also look to do the same. That's good. I love that. I love that. So you kind of talked about what inspired you to do the hair show. Now, what inspired you to get into hair? Like what inspired you to like, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. Um, you know, this is this this is going to be, you know, me. This is going to be a part of me. What inspired you to get into it? So, um, I was starting. My sister actually taught me how to breathe when I was nine years old. Yeah, I was one of those who was impatient. I didn't want to have to wait for people. If I needed something done, I wanted to be able to do it and get it done. And so uh, my sister, like, she got older. She would braid our hair. Sometimes she wouldn't do it. So I just started doing my own hair. Then my mom had my youngest sister um, right when I think I was like 10. I was 10 or 11. And then she was my model child. So... Then my mom got comfortable after a while. I was like, do her hair, do her hair, do her hair. So then that she became my first client. Right. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, and then when I was 16, I had told my dad, I was like, I'm going to barber school. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even want to uh, go to Bloomfield High School no more. I want to go to barbering school. And he was like, um, well, to hair school, he was like, yeah, go to college first. And after college, that's when you could go. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right. <laughs> And then, yeah, I ended up at hair school still. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. That's good. Like I said, if you get on my locks, I need So we good. Um, so the hair, the Give Back Hair Show is actually 
another show that you've done. So you've actually put on a block party, right? She put on a whole block party, guys, like a whole block party for Juneteenth. Um, so just give a little, you know, background. I know this isn't, it, you're going to do it again. I'm, yeah, right. Okay. So give a little background on, you know, what even got you inspired to do that you know that's a huge thing um you know it took a lot for some people to recognize Juneteenth and for it to even be something that people are actually like now putting events on and actually recognizing it as an actual day um so what was what was what was it you know what was it that inspired you to actually put on something so large um and actually getting a great great turnout actually it was a great turnout um, what inspired Juneteenth? I think 2020 literally took a toll on us, like whether it was physical, mental, financial, however it was, it definitely 2020, it, it shook the block a little bit. And um, just dealing with, you know, uh, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and all the different things that was happening. And then in the same year of Juneteenth being acknowledged as a federal holiday, all of this stuff still being still taking place. And um, it's just like, yeah, it was it was it was just a lot shaking. So at the um, I had a, a New Year's vision board party with a few of my friends, and um, we was just talking about like different things, putting things on the table, and just like I think twenty twenty one is just going to be the year where we could finally put some things in place that we've seen for us all this while, but you know, just never. Right. Maybe thought to see it through, but and with everything that was happening around us, it was just like you were stuck in between the rock in between the rock and the hard place. People ain't have a choice, right. especially like you just you right. didn't have a choice. Like and and Bloomfield, growing up in the town like Bloomfield, where um, in kindergarten at five years old, I was told that I couldn't talk to certain people because I was black, or I couldn't have certain friends because I was black. And then now seeing the diversity in the township, like this, it needs that's something that needs to be celebrated like for real the growing up and not seeing being the only black family at a point so then now the population is there is um i want to say predominantly hispanic and black now in Boonfield. so it's just like it's just it's seeing in those transitions and those steps like juneteenth had to happen so when me and my friend we talked about it and she was on board with it um Crazy how the councilwoman, um, councilwoman Sarah Cruz, she's been my neighbor living in Bloomfield for years. Never had no idea that this would be our, uh, you know, our relationship in the future. And just having that connection and being able to tap in and talk to her about it. And she was like, yeah, definitely. And we're just on board with it. So just having that support definitely to help it get into fruition. Again, like she said before, <laughs> coming to the shop, I was hearing all the details. Everything. Sure. <laughs> so it is really amazing. Like seriously, because like you said, we, we've been hit with a lot, a whole pandemic, all this police brutality going on. Of course, that has been going on even before the pandemic. Like we've been dealing with racism on all levels, like all types of things going on, you know, in the, in the black community. So yeah, it's time that we do step out. And that was a big step that you took. And it was really, it really, like I said, it turned out really amazing. Saw the videos, saw the pictures, everything and everything. And it, and it, and you can tell people actually felt celebrated, like looking at people's faces and seeing how people was having fun. Like it really, you could really tell people were like, all right, look, <laughs> they doing it for our town. Like they really stepping up to, because 
because putting on an event, <laughs> it's not easy, you know, putting on an event. And you talk about a whole block party, people that you have to, you have to go to the town for things. Because of course you had to, like you say, you, you made a, you had actually built a, a different relationship with your neighbor, the councilwoman. You had to talk to all, get permits, get, talk to vendors. It's a lot. So for you and your partner to really take that step, that's really huge. That's really big. And I commend you both. And also with the Give Back Hair Show, I mean, to you know you see a lot of different types of events like like the like a hair show for instance not too many focus on the aspect of providing you know great entertainment great something great to come and see and then on the flip side you know what we're going to use the funds or use the money and get donations and give back to the community you don't see that a lot it's just come see this hair show come to this event and then leave that's it you know they don't really focus on really giving back you know and that's that's really good especially when it comes to homeless we know that is a huge problem and also in the pandemic a lot of people became homeless you know a lot of people lost their homes and lost everything so Again, you know, I love I love the cause. So how can people um, how can people basically support like if a person I would say if a person can't can attend. Right. In what ways can a person still be able to support the Give Back Hair Show? Um, it could be monetary. It could be a donation of clothing. It could be non-perishable foods. Um, if you're sending a, a donation, you can send it to uh, Dollar Sign, the Give Back Hair Show. Um, if you're donating a food item or clothing uh, gently used or brand new, um, you could do- you could bring that to the salon that I work at. And I'm located at 16 Ampere Parkway in East Orange. Um, and it just any information you could just reach out and I'll I'll give out uh you know contact info or whatever. Yeah, definitely. And in the um the section that the where I put the description of the podcast, I'll put everything there. I also, you know, with when I post the episode, I'll definitely post information for the hair show because guys, this like I said, this is a great um chance for you if you haven't had the opportunity to give back to the community. This is a chance for you to do so. Um like I said, you know, a lot of people have experienced, have been experiencing and have experienced great loss, whether it had been their home, whatever the case may be financially. Like she said, we all took a loss in some way, but some people are experiencing it to a degree where they are stuck. They can't get, they feel like they can't get out of what they're in. So this is a great opportunity to give back. And I do believe, you know, this will spread, you know, people will come, people will support, and it'll be like a rip. It should be a ripple effect where more people are like turning their events into giving back more, you know? So again, I love, love, love the cause. Um, so you kind of went into what people should expect. Um, now you, you started talking about the, um, the different categories for, um, you know, the, the event. Is there anything else people should expect when they come to the show? Is it all just like the hair categories or is it anything else that's going on throughout the event as well? Yeah, so it's an all day event. Um, this event is from 10.30 a.m. to about 7 in the evening. And it's starting with um, a worship service. Everything you, everything I do, you can see, I'm just saying, don't <laughs> I got to invite God into the room. This is the atmosphere. So we starting it with a worship service. And um, it, that's, it's no charge to get in. That's free of entry. You pulling up just like you would on a regular Sunday to your church. Um, we have Reverend Timley from the New Hope Baptist Church that's going to lead us in word. And um, 
yeah, it's just going to be a good time in, in that part. And then after that, um, from 1230 to 230, there's a networking brunch. If you have a VIP ticket, you have access to the networking brunch. And it's really just to fill and see who's in the room. Um, like I said, with 2020, we lost the whole year. So I feel like at this point, it just should just be total boots on the ground, getting your visions, your ideas together, coming together collectively as a people. And, um, you know, it, it's it's never... To, it, what I'm gonna say, what I'm trying to say is like it's, it's not too much. Uh, it's money out here for everybody. That's what I'm trying to say. It's money out here for everybody, and just coming together that just makes it bigger. You know what I'm saying? You, there's no limitations when you have more people involved. So just networking, seeing who's in the room, um, what businesses, what small businesses are there. We do have two uh, vendors that are actually going to be there. One helps with business plans and another um, vendor helps with uh, marketing. So it's like you killing two birds with one stone with that. Like if you, even if you want to just do a consultation, they're actually doing free consultations on the day. So people who aspire to be business owners or whatever the case may be, this is the event for you, like to be a creative. And um, yeah, so yeah, then after the brunch, then it's showtime. And showtime is from three to seven. And yeah, it's, it's lit. <laughs> Uh, see, now everybody can get a full perspective of what right. to expect, you know, when they purchase that VIP ticket, okay? Right. Coming in for church, okay? You're getting a word, and some worship. Then you're going to be networking, building, because like I said, it's a lane for everybody. Everybody has their lane. You never know. Building, collaborating, you never know, right? You never know who we might meet in the room. And then, there you go. Boom, there's the show. Um, so that, that is really amazing. So do you have, um, if anybody wants to get involved that day do you have um like people volunteering or is everything like pretty much together or did you need like you know if a person wanted to like volunteer would that be i'm still still open to volunteers i did a walkthrough at a venue today (laughs) and yeah so I'm just like, we need volunteers. So, <laughs> so like whoever's open to help out, I would greatly appreciate it. Just reach out to me and um, let me know. I could, it's no, it's no volunteer form because I, I wasn't aware of, but it's no volunteer form right now. But if I create something and I share it with you, you want to, you can share it. Um, gotta be dope. No, so we are going to go to our last question. So where can people go to register for the show and follow you for future events? You kind of put in like the information for um, if they want to give, which again, I will have in the bio section of the podcast, also on the post when we post the podcast on our page. Um, well, I do have three social media handles, one being uh, my business and hair, the hair page. That's D-E-E underscore styles underscore styles me at S-T-Y-L-E-S with an S, not a Z underscore. And then um, at the Give Back Hair Show, all one word. And then the last one is at local small biz pop-up. That is the the vendor pop-up shop business. Um, So vendors that might be interested in, maybe they're not able to do this event, but they just want to keep their eyes out for future events. That's the the business page to follow for that. Um, And for tickets, is the link tree slash D styles. And then right there is the information for uh, early bird tickets, which is uh, being early birds uh, until the day before the event. At the day of, the prices do increase $10. Um, 
So that's about it. And usually I allow my guests to send us out with an encouraging word. So is there anything that you would like to say, I guess, in the regards of encouraging people to give back more, to, you know, do more for their community, for, you know, people around them? For yours. <laughs> I'm about to steal the words that I see behind you, actually. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. It's really, really perfect. Like, in order to move in, like, this kind of uh, field, I guess you would say, is, like, you really got to be strong and ready for whatever. And um, just being brave, making sure, like, your idea is original. You know what I'm saying? Um, of course, there's hair shows that exist, but just, like, what would the give back be? What would be different about the give back? And everything is different about it. And then be lit. Like, be lit. <laughs> and strive for greatness and keep the God first. And, yeah. Everything will fall into place. We love it. We love it. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on yeah. <laughs> my special episode. Right, right. <laughs> we appreciate you. We appreciate what you do, how you bring people together to do amazing things, give back, and have fun. Like you say, be lit. Have fun while doing it. Not just, you know, oh, we just checking it off, but you actually have a passion or drive to do it. It's not just a, oh, I'm just doing this because, you know, it's on my to-do list, but you actually are creating you creating unique ways to give back. You're you're putting your passion along with giving back. So we love it. We love to see it. And again, thank you. I will have all the information in our bio for the podcast and also on the um, Instagram when I post the episode. So thanks again, Dee, for coming on. And thank you guys for tuning in on another episode of a chat. Thank you for the special episode. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we're out of here. Out of here.